Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. An alarming number of today's kids leave home without knowing how to do their own laundry, use a debit card, or even address an envelope. And we know many of them don't know how to cook for themselves either. So parenting writer and Real Simple columnist Catherine Newman decided to help with her new book, How to Be a Person, 65 Hugely Useful, Super Important Skills to Learn Before You're Grown Up. Illustrated in full color, graphic novel style, How to Be a Person teaches kids 10 and up important skills that empower them to gain independence and to be helpful members of their families and communities. Okay, Megan, true story here. The book was released in May, right as I was hitting a breaking point with quarantine and remote school. I had asked my boys to clean their bathroom and ended up spending more time teaching them than it would have taken for me to just clean it myself. (laughs) Not to mention the fact that I had to reteach them the next time I asked them to clean the bathroom. I remember this and how hard I laughed when you told me that you (laughs) bought two copies of How to Be a Person. Yes, each one needed their own copy. And guess what? I've never had to teach them how to clean the bathroom again. Do they do a good job? Megan, (laughs) Catherine isn't a magician, (laughs) but her humorous writing pulled them in and encouraged them to learn new skills. And watching them do that during this challenging time has also reminded me that giving kids purpose and tools to succeed makes them feel happier and less bored in the end. Grab your copy of How to Be a Person, which makes a fantastic holiday gift wherever you purchase your books. And if you want an exclusive discount, check our show notes to buy your copy directly from Workman Publishing and get 20% off any purchase made before December 31st, 2020. Please, especially this year, do not discount those things that are super popular and easy to pull off, like 
cocoa mixes or dipping things in chocolate. Even if you buy like disposable spoons and dip them in chocolate and put like crushed peppermint and sprinkles on them, it feels really thoughtful. And I don't think we should discount like how valuable that can be to brighten someone's day this holiday season. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Welcome to this week's episode all about homemade food gifts. As a reminder, we have a full gift guide episode and a beautiful gift guide on our website, didn'tijustfeedyou.com. So this week, we're just going to talk about homemade food gifts. But before we get into it, don't forget to subscribe where you're listening. And if you find yourself with an extra minute, we'd love a rating or review. It's like the best gift that you can give us this holiday season. Yay! (laughs) Gifts us. Stacey, big pressure. I know it's a little early in December at this point. What food gifts are you making this holiday season? (laughs) Um, I don't know yet. (laughs) I have a lot of ideas, though. I have a lot of ideas. So, listen, I'm one of those people that really loves sweet food gifts, probably because I don't make as many sweets at home. So if someone delivers me like chocolate chip cookies or a tray of brownies, like you are my new best friend. (laughs) I love that so much. But we do have an entire episode. Gosh, I think it's from two years ago now, all about edible food gifts. And I think that we pretty much focused on sweet stuff or a lot of the traditional like spiced nuts and you know, different holiday cookies. We also have a great episode with Cindy Ray all about how to bake for the holidays without losing your mind. And she gave some ideas there, including a favorite that you actually always bring up, Megan, about gifting cinnamon rolls that you can make them ahead and freeze them. I would just pass out with joy if someone gifted me cinnamon rolls. Right. That's why I keep talking about it. So I am going to just run through some of my, like, top favorites. Okay. Just to repeat them, but, and I want to hear yours too, even if they're sweet, but I do think that this year, I feel like we're all very burnt out, (laughs) both gift recipients and gift givers, right? But if we can kind of trade meals and (laughs) find ways to relieve each other of having to cook quite as much as we've had to all year long, pretty much, that also is something that would make me like just absolutely jump for joy. So like if someone showed up with a tray of lasagna that I could either pop into the oven or into my freezer, I'd be pretty stoked. And as a gift giver, I want to give that to somebody as well. And I think that a lot of my ideas are going to be about assembling easier to make or buy things or thinking in batches, which I know is something you want to talk about also, because that helps keep the load lower. You know what I mean? Because I'm also tired and I don't want to be in my kitchen like cooking and baking for a ton of extra hours. Yes. 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 So we need food gifts that are easy on us as the gift giver, but also easy on the gift recipient too. Yes. Yes. All right. Some of my top sweets though. I mean, listen, you can never go wrong with cookies. And I think that this year as we all really just like are seeking comfort. We miss each other. We miss connecting. It can be as simple as a classic chocolate chip cookie. I know people get really into holiday cookie baking. And if that's your bag, like go for it. I'll be psyched to get that too. But like, honestly, my favorite thing would be just to get like a box of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. Uh, (laughs) I would take steel chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but also to just like really quickly riff on that idea is like you could also gift cookie dough, like portion that portion the chocolate chip cookies out, freeze them on a tray, put them in a zip top bag and gift that so people yes. can bake cookies anytime they're having a hard day, which might be the remaining days of 2020, <laughs> yes. to be honest. Or or even just the cookie mix, like all the dry ingredients layered in a mason jar, chocolate chips on top, done. You can let your friend <laughs> do the rest when they're ready. You know, but it's the same idea as like a pancake mix. It's a little more work for the person who receives your gift, but like, that's okay. It's the thought that counts. And honestly, if all I had to do is cream up some butter and add a whole bunch of dry ingredients, like I'll do that. That's good. That helps. You <laughs> know, It's a starter. It's kind of like a meal starter, but for dessert. Right. I also like hot chocolate mixes because I think that the kids can do that and it's really easy. Just cocoa, sugar, but then you can add, I don't know, get creative, like even red beet powder, which by the way, I have because I was inspired when we spoke to Catherine McCord about her Smoothie Project book almost a year ago. It feels and like I a used decade it. ago. <laughs> I used it like once and everybody was like, why does this smoothie taste so earthy? <laughs> So put a little bit of that beet powder <laughs> and call it red velvet hot yes. chocolate. Oh, right? that's such a good idea. Or dry ginger, powdered ginger. And it's ginger hot chocolate. Like get creative. I was thinking of ground cinnamon or also you can buy vanilla powder and then you can have like a really vanilla hot cocoa. Yeah. Magic shell is another one of my favorite things to make because it is so freaking easy. I mean, you literally melt chocolate with coconut oil, but you can use white chocolate. You can use extracts, you know, white chocolate and peppermint extract is a really beautiful gift. And I mean, it stays good in the fridge for a while and it's magic shell, you guys. It's like the best thing ever. One of the things I love about the idea of making magic shell and giving it as a gift is something that I'm thinking a lot. And you sort of mentioned it earlier too, like this idea of you make something and then you also buy something to make it feel like a really luxurious gift. So like make magic shell and then buy your favorite local pint of ice yes. cream and give that as a gift. So you get like a win-win of supporting a local business and also making something personal. I think that's so smart and I would be psyched to get that. I want to talk a little bit about drinks because actually you just gave me an idea. Simple syrups and flavored simple syrups are something that I really love. I saw a really sweet thing online like sugar plum syrup, which could be has like a nice holiday vibe or you can make a chai spiced or, you know, peppermint simple syrup. But you could do several and then pair it with like a bottle of champagne or sparkling wine. And make yes. like a mimosa kit for like the morning after your holiday or for New Year's Eve. That could be really fun. Yes. You could do like a like a cinnamon flavor almost and do like eggnog um, simple syrup and a little thing of half and half and like a bottle of rum. That would be yes. so amazing. Yes. Yeah. Or if you're making eggnog for yourself, make a big batch of eggnog. You know, <laughs> you could just do that too. Mulling spices, you know, simple syrups, again, paired with your favorite locally distilled like gin or whiskey, if you have such a thing. I think that's always really fun. You know, other things that my kids make that I think are just really easy. I know you've seen them everywhere, but I really think that they're... <laughs> 
I think it's worth repeating that just dipping candy canes in chocolate with a really thick layer of chocolate can almost make it seem like a spoon. It can almost shape it like a spoon if you dip the hooked part in. And you can sprinkle mini marshmallows or sprinkles. And those are just really fun and cute. They're a nice thing to maybe just hand out to neighbors, like for something really quick and festive and easy, or like to any of your service people who you see on a regular basis who you might want to gift. And it's also really nice and affordable and simple. Truffles are always a really simple one. They're a thousand and one recipes online. You can find them, you know, rolled in coconut or sprinkles, or you can even do like the Brazilian style. Oh, what are they called? Brigadeiros. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love those. Brigadeiros are really fun to make. But I just want to, and we'll put this, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Jennifer Tyler Lee in her most recent cookbook, Half the Sugar, All the Love, has a great and really beautiful truffles recipe that is lower sugar. And if you really want to go all out for somebody, like maybe for your male person and your neighbors, you just make a box of four truffles, but then you make some extra bigger box and pair it with the cookbook. And you can Ooh. kind of give that away as a sweet little gift. That's such a great idea. All right, but let's talk dinner things. I'm just going to say it before we jump into other ideas. A spice rub and winner, winner chicken dinner. That's a great one. (laughs) If it's someone really special, you can get them a roasting pan too or a sheet pan because there's a whole section on sheet pan meals. I think that's a great gift. I don't disagree with you. I'm like a little, I want to push you a little bit to be like, could you give us a recipe for a spice rub that you think goes well with winter, winter chicken dinner? Maybe for not this week's show notes, because we have a really cool recipe in partnership with Oregon Fruit, but maybe for the newsletter. Yes. So is that too much of a challenge? No, it's not too much of a challenge. But you know what I'm going to do instead of a spice rub? Because, you know, there are a thousand spice rubs online. And I want to give you guys something maybe a little bit different. Maybe it feels like a little twist. Compound butter. Mm. I have multiple recipes in the book and I'll share I'll share a couple in the newsletter. So you guys want to make sure that you sign up. You can find the link in our Instagram or on our website on the homepage if you scroll down. But compound butters are really fun and easy to make. You can make a whole bunch at once that are all differently flavored and then you roll them up in parchment paper and you can tie the ends. It's like a roll of cookie dough but smaller, right? You tie the yeah. ends with ribbon and they're really great for so much. It's like, it's kind of a meal starter. I know it's going to feel like I'm exaggerating, but honestly, like you just have chicken cutlets or like you don't know what to do with your green beans. And if you have another, if you serve your family one more plate of steamed green beans, they're going to scream. Literally, (laughs) you take out the compound butter, you throw it in the pan and then you saute. And it's almost like an instant sauce. So I feel like compound butters are even more useful. So I'll share that. Okay. I think we talked about compound butters a bunch in our sauce episode. So I don't disagree with you at all. And I would love that as a gift. I just think that's super smart. Like it's something I know how to make and I know I can make easily, but especially right now, I'm not taking the time to make myself a compound butter and would make weeknight meals so much more flavorful and feel like a gift that lasts a long time. Exactly. Okay. I've been talking a lot. Megan, what are your ideas? And then I'm sure we're both going to have more. We always 
Yeah. There's always more. I think we might like do a throwback lightning round where yeah. we just shoot out some meal ideas to give as gifts. So I love homemade food gifts. If you listen to the old episodes, you'll hear that I have like a million ideas. I think they're so great. And you talking about like the cho- dipping the chocolate candy canes and how sometimes that can feel like it's almost passe because it's been done so much or like you've seen it everywhere. Yes. I would say like, please, especially this year, do not discount those things that are super popular and easy to pull off like cocoa mixes or dipping yes. things in chocolate. Even if you totally. buy like, disposable spoons and dip them in chocolate and put like crushed peppermint and sprinkles on them. And especially thinking about like, man, I bet there are so many people who have like lost income this year and they're still trying to figure out how to do gifts and make it feel nice without breaking the bank. I think those really small, like just small, even if it's a single spoon, it feels really thoughtful. And I don't think we should discount like how valuable that can be to brighten someone's day this holiday season. So with all that said, one of my favorite things to make for gift giving is vanilla extract. It takes about 30 days to sit. So if you're just listening to like this now, sometimes I will label it and say like best after December 30th. Yes, I was going to ask. That's perfect. I will say I have a I have a very controversial recipe. Controversy. <laughs> I like it. Serve it up. Serve it up. On thekitchen.com for instant pot vanilla extract. And the idea is that because you put the alcohol and the vanilla beans under pressure in their jars, they it makes like instant vanilla extract with the caveat that you actually like only pressure cook it for a few minutes, but then you really do need to let the pressure release naturally and let the whole pot cool for basically a whole day, which has to, and when, this is why it's controversial because technically you're putting alcohol under pressure and that can be dangerous because of the alcohol vapor. Oh, living on the edge. Yeah. I've received <laughs> a number of hateful emails what? about Are you it. kidding? Yes. So just, <laughs> just know that before you go into it, you need to be careful with it. Maybe don't do it while your kids are home and in the kitchen with you. Maybe put it in your garage if you're worried about it. But I've done it a handful of times and I've never had any issues, even though I've had other things like chicken broth explode in my Instant Pot. Never <laughs> had a problem with vanilla extract. You're making me scared though a little bit. I was All into right, it. Well, I was like, yeah, living on the edge. Now I'm like, ooh, wait, maybe, really? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to feel alive in 2020? <laughs> make some instant pot vanilla (laughs) extract um speaking of vanilla and simple pleasures vanilla sugar is one of those things yes i love flavored sugars i think it's like so basic that sometimes i feel like embarrassed to give it as a gift this is so weird why would i even be because it's like such a useful thing but people always freak out about it and it's like you can give a little mason jar of it and People can add it to their coffee every day over the holidays, and it's just, like, sweet and wonderful and such a treat. I love that you can package it with a lot of different things because you can package it with, you know, coffee that you love that you want to introduce to someone. Or you could package it with uh, little bottles of, you know, whatever mixes up one of your favorite cocktails, and it can become a rimming sugar. Like, there's a lot of different ways that you can use it. Or just give the jar of sugar and let, like, write a little postcard that has all the different ideas. Yeah, or your favorite sugar cookie recipe, like a soft sugar cookie, which is a great use for vanilla sugar. 
or like a pound cake recipe where they can use it. I think that's really great. I and love lovely. cardamom sugar. Oh, that's a brilliant. Oh, it's so delish. Also, any kind of citrus and sugar yes. is in, in my yes. book. Yes. Okay. So flavored sugars. I like to make sprinkle mixes. I know that now it's like very easy to find sprinkle mixes and get like to buy. There was a time where it was less prevalent. And so you could buy like your favorite colors and shapes and mix up kind of like a custom sprinkle mix. And I'm sure I've talked about this on the show before, but we've given this, we call it sprinkles. It's like salty sprinkles where it's chocolate sprinkles, demerara sugar, and salt, like flaky salt. And people like freak out about it, even though it's three ingredients. It's really easy to make like a big batch and make a ton of little jars of it. People like add it to their coffee or put it on top of their chocolate chip cookies and they just freak out about how good it is, even though it's so simple. You know what? Because it's not about how complicated it is, Megan. It's that like, when would I ever mix those? Take them Right. I just wouldn't think about it. I wouldn't like go and buy those ingredients to make this for myself. And the other thing is, it's not very cost effective to make it if you're only going to make a single batch. But if you make a big batch to gift give, it makes it more economical anyways. So it's like, I might as well make a big batch so I can have some for myself. Yes. Also give it to other people. Here for that. Uh, I'm going to say something controversial. Do it again. Oh, my gosh. You're feeling feeling crazy today. Because I think we've discussed the backlash of sourdough with our friend Coffee Burns. (laughs) But you could give sourdough starter as a gift. (laughs) If you want your recipient to feel total pressure and panic, it's like giving a house... It's like giving a house plant for Christmas. <laughs> like possibly the worst time of year to do it. And I mean, you have to take care of it. Okay, I'm bye. sort of just kidding. Because if I was into it or if I like I would like someone to give me a healthy starter that they already like dealt with and got to a good point. Or people might feel the way I do where I'm like, oh, yeah. panic. So know your I'm just going to put an asterisk next to that one. Just know, know your, your audience. Yeah, know your yeah. audience. <laughs> Because it could be genius. Okay. It could also be a little. How about something a little less ambitious, which are just like (laughs) everyday baking mixes. Like a pancake mix, a waffle mix. Back, back, back in the mix. Um, Keep me on your toes, Billis. Just doing my job here. (laughs) I think I'm thinking like, yes, I love the idea of cookies in a jar, but also... If you're gifting something to a busy parent, like a pancake mix, it's something that they can pull out and serve for dinner or they can make it into like a special breakfast. So I'm thinking of like more universal things. Maybe even you make like your own biscuit mix and give that as a gift with like a nice pound of butter. Not even a pound, but a nice stick of butter and so that they can make it themselves. I mean, everybody would love your biscuit mix. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we need to start packaging that. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Okay. You touched on spice mixes. I would also say flavored vinegars. Yes. That's such a good one. It's really easy. Like you buy a vinegar that you like. I like apple cider. You could do like a sherry vinegar or champagne vinegar or even like a rice vinegar and then add things like garlic or herbs or you could go citrus forward. Then include a recipe for your favorite vinaigrette that they can make with the flavored vinegar. How happy would you be if you got in the mail a big old bag of ranch spice mix? <laughs> would uh, you be so happy? I would be so happy. Right? That's a also, good one. Also, that's kind of like a 
like a really interesting idea is gifting salad dressings and like the, a recipe to go with it. Because aren't you like tired of coming up with meal ideas for your family? And if someone was like, here's our like a green bean salad that all you need are like almonds, green beans and this dressing that I'm gifting you. Wouldn't you be so tickled by that? Yeah. And you know what else you got me thinking about right now? Because I was thinking about ranch and I was like, what if you also, like, if I sent you ranch mix and Duke's mayo, I feel like you'd be super psyched, right? And that got me thinking about regional food. So do you have any regional ingredients near you that, you know, you love and you want to share with someone who lives elsewhere or maybe a friend who you, you know, used to live by? By you and his move. I mean, can you package I feel like that it would up? Be expensive to ship Idaho potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> also, Megan, we can get those in our supermarket. I, know, I feel I like know. every potato oh, is an Idaho I'm potato. Dying. Basically, basically. <laughs> be hilarious um also or, is that hey pink pineapples from hawaii <laughs> oh we just need your house thanks yeah oh gosh yes i love the idea of regional food things that you can't find anywhere else i think that's really sweet like if hot you, sauces and yeah. spice mix Although then you're not really like then that's not really a homemade food gift to go with just some right. categorically food gifts. I, I don't know. Okay, I have one more idea. Then I think we should take a break and do a lightning round. Phyllis, I just know you're going to give me a hard time about this. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> I'm excited. What is it? Handmade pasta plus a <laughs> jar of your favorite sauce, like our friends at Not Just Go. I'm not going to give you a hard time. Every it's time just you're like, you keep trying to convince us that homemade pasta is easy, which I think it is easy. I know and you I don't do. know if you just disagree or what. I've never even, I made it once, like when Isaac, who's now almost 14, <laughs> when he was like four. And I was like, here's a project for us, sweet pea. Yeah. And it's so it's been a long time. I just love, I, it isn't even that it's that funny, but there's just something it warms my heart. It makes me feel like I know you really well. Because just in your voice, I can hear you saying to us, there's a subtext that's clear without words. You guys, it's easy. I promise. <laughs> Give it a chance. <laughs> that's how you say it. Like every time you're like, come on. Come on. I think people think it's really hard. But like you can use a food processor and a rolling pin. You actually don't even need a food processor. You can use your hands. Anyways, anywho, <laughs> anywho, I'll link to my favorite recipe in the show notes. And then you could also gift a regionally appropriate jar of sauce, too. Real quick, I want to jump into, like, just meals that you could gift to your, like, tired, overworked, burned out friends and family right now to feed themselves. But before we get into those, let's hear from our sponsors who've made this week's episode possible. Our families have adapted a lot this year, and with creative problem solving, we've discovered new ways to tackle life's day-to-day. Now, we're doing the same through the holidays. In the same way that KiwiCo helped engage our kids through summer and at-home schooling, they're helping fill the holiday season with wonder and ease. Every month, KiwiCo delivers everything you need for hands-on science, art, and geography projects. And with crates available for kids of all ages, they make gift giving easy for us grownups and being home seriously fun for kids during a holiday season that looks different. Each KiwiCo crate is an experience that sparks discovery. When a robot walks, a rocket launches, and a heart beats into a stethoscope that they built, 
These are magical moments that inspire a lifetime of curiosity and learning. Plus, there's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time, making KiwiCo the no-brainer holiday gift of the year. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code D-I-J-F-Y. That's 50% off your first month for every purchase made in November and December at K-I-W-Y-C-O.com, promo code D-I-J-F-Y. Short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Holiday baking season is upon us, and well, we're tired. (laughs) So tired. But at the same time, more than ever, we're longing for connectedness and holiday rituals that bring us closer together. While these things may seem at odds, we're here to tell you that they aren't, thanks to brands like Oregon Fruit that help make holiday baking easier. For over 85 years, bakers have trusted Oregon Fruit's canned cherries, berries, and specialty fruit for its quality and delicious results. We join them for all of that and unparalleled convenience. Oregon Fruit is everything you dream of in a grocery store shortcut. It saves you time and effort without any sacrifice of quality or flavor. In fact, it elevates your baking. How else can you bake with red tart cherries canned with just two simple ingredients, cherries and water, that are also non-GMO project verified, contain zero high fructose corn syrup, and compact in cans with BPA-free linings? And hey, though we're all about making holiday baking easy, longtime listeners know that we also love using Oregon fruit in our savory cooking and, of course, cocktails. We've got Instagram evidence to prove it. We sure do. Join us in stocking our holiday pantries with Oregon fruit. You can find them at your local grocery store and online at walmart.com or Amazon. Megan, so we said that we weren't going to talk too much about sweets, and then I think we talked a lot about sweets. We did. <laughs> Let's talk about meals. Yeah, because I think this is, like, actually the the best gift that you could give anyone this year is, like, something that makes a meal for them or is a meal for them. Yes. That involves either zero cooking or very little cooking. So I think we have a bunch of ideas in our freezer episode, too. I would recommend that as a place to listen for more ideas. But immediately I think of mac and cheese. If I made just like a big batch of mac and cheese and divvied it up into four of those like eight by eight foil disposable aluminum pans, froze them, and then gave those as gifts, one, I would love to receive that as a gift. And two, it'd be something that like one of my neighbors or one of my family friends could stick in the oven and eat as a meal without even having to do any work. I think that's what we all need right now. I agree. But can I go on a little tangent for a second? Yes. Okay. If someone gave you mac and cheese, would you you feel like Would you be judgy about their mac and cheese? I mean, that's really what I'm trying to get to the heart of. I think that's... Okay, I freaking love this question. Because people sometimes... I don't know. Maybe you've never... I hope you've had this experience. Otherwise, it's really weird. And I'm going to sound so egotistical. But here we go. Um, (laughs) Do people ever cook for you? And then they're like, oh, like... They ask questions about, like, if it's okay. And like, oh, you probably Uh, eat so much better at home. And like... My, I always say I understand to such a depth the work that goes into feeding someone, especially welcoming them into your home or like dropping food off. You could literally bring me fast food and I would just be like so grateful that you had 
thought about feeding me and provided food. I've never had anyone ever bring me something that was not just like so delicious because you would taste the effort and the love and the thought that went into it. I totally, totally agree with you. I, in fact, feel like most people, like if you make plans and someone hasn't like invited us over, but it's like, oh, we should get together. What People always want to default to my house and they're like, we'll bring wine and we'll bring like they try to bring a lot so that it's not a heavy lift, but it's avoiding cooking like the main things or like, we'll make the salad. 100%. Cook for me. (laughs) Please cook for me. I don't care. Categorically, I don't care. You could make me anything. And I will say, I have a, a friend here in Boise who will randomly be like, she'll text me on Monday and be like, I'm going to bring a meal to your family this week. What day works best for you? And I have a really, I've had a really hard time like accepting that. But when I do, it is like, all, one, always the best food. And like the gift, the random gift of that, like not having to deal with dinner one night. It's huge. It makes a big difference in like my whole entire week. I kind of wish someone was going to do that for me tonight. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, it's 3.30. It's Friday. Yeah. Like, oh, <clears throat> yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. So, okay. You brought up mac and cheese. I did. So you could get into a lot of casseroles. Yeah. But you have other ideas, right? Like what are some simple meals that you can put together or meal starters too? I think that like something that's really perfect for right now is making the filling for pot pie. Mm. You know I'm inclined to chicken pot pie. Of course. Um, But pot pie filling, put it in like a quart container and then, you know, biscuit dough or even just buying a box of puff pastry and kind of putting it all together in like a crate. And like you have, people can just keep that in their freezer until they're ready. And then it's just an assembly meal. So that's kind of fun. Um, Same with chili because everybody loves chili. So if you have a chili recipe, that's like your signature chili recipe and cornbread, again, two very freezable things. Soups. I think everybody's really psyched about soup. If you make homemade bread, making soup and putting in a quart container and then a loaf of bread, because you can always freeze both of those. I guess those are my main ideas. Do you have other? Well, this is wild. This is just coming to me. Maybe this is very like food person centric. I don't like the word foodie. I'm trying to avoid using it. Yeah, I get what it is. I think cooking beans like from scratch beans and gifting like a quart, a deli container of beans that could be put in the freezer or like eaten that night would actually be like a really cool gift. And if you just did a basic like garlic, onion, bay leaf or whatever herbs you want to add, then then it could be something that's like feels like a meal starter. And they can just add bacon or add some broth and turn it into soup or put a fried egg on top of it. I think like dried beans are one of those things that people always want to cook for themselves and then they feel intimidated by actually cooking them. That's a and great idea. Would just be excited for that. Yeah. Um, that um, got me thinking about sauces. So, like, if you have, like, a great, you know, homemade tomato or simple pasta sauce, like, that is great. And you can put in a mason jar. Maybe if you're a canner, you can even can it for them. And then it's, like, shelf-stable for a while. 
Um, but you don't even have to go that far because you can make it like a freezer sauce or they can just use it within, you know, a week or so. But I think that would be really fun, too. It reminds me of like at the end of summer when everyone's canning tomatoes and canning like old style, like Italian gravy. That's so fun. And it's yeah. so delicious. And it's so great to have on hand because, you know, when you just have a night where you're like, all I can muster is to open a jar of sauce and cook some pasta. And yes. it always feels like a little bit of a womp womp meal. Not always. Like, it depends on your mood. But it can. If that sauce is freaking homemade, it feels like a special meal all of a sudden. Like, the simplest dinner feels special. Yeah. I love that idea. I'm trying to think of, like, what are other canned things? Like, pres- like you could do a simple preserves. You could make, right now, a big batch of applesauce, like, in your slow cooker or in your instant pot and give that as a gift homemade granola like can we just talk about homemade granola is so great it's like so easy to make and another thing you can make in big batch and then gift that like maybe your applesauce your granola and like a pint of your favorite um yogurt especially if you have somewhere local to you that makes really good yogurt salsa and enchilada sauce yes Yes, yes. I, have I love enchilada one of sauce my, as an idea. I One of my favorite recipes for Make It Easy, my first cookbook, is a kind of shortcut salsa that tastes so delicious. And it's using canned fire-roasted tomatoes. But you also blister a fresh uh, jalapeno. Like, you do just a couple of quick little things so that it doesn't taste canned. It's better than any, any, any jarred salsa. I stand by that. Um, and enchilada sauce is great. And actually, we have a place locally that makes the best, most amazing fresh tortillas that you could like pair with the enchilada sauce. And you can freeze both too. So that's yeah. really nice. Okay. I feel like I've hit a wall on ideas, but I wanted to suggest one more thing, which is not homemade related. Ooh. But I think relevant, and I don't know if we talked about this in the gift guide now. What about gift cards to your favorite local places? You know, especially right now, as restaurants are having to close, maybe the insurance of having future guests and, and or being able to like get takeout from your favorite place. That might also be like a really cool little gift. Okay, so building on that, because I do think that that's really fantastic, is... Oh, and I just had a thought that like even if you did a local bakery or something that you could go to the place and buy a little something like maybe the local restaurant is selling their bread or, you know, oh, yeah. or a bakery like and you buy their like famous cupcake and then you give it with the gift card so that you're supporting the place twice and you're giving something nice that's immediate and then something that can be cashed in in the future. Billis as a Leo would come up with a one, two punch. <laughs> A one-two punch. <laughs> Cook smarts. Oh, okay. So listen, we've been talking about burnt out. If you're so burnt out that the thought of making an edible gift for your friends when you have to cook dinner tonight is like, are you ladies freaking kidding me? <laughs> then go to Cook Smarts. We'll have a link. Full disclosure, they're an affiliate partner. But they, before they ever were, they were our favorite meal planning service. We actually use CookSmarts ourselves. You know, you can get a little discount right now. Yeah, CookSmarts is saving my life. That, I think it's such a great idea. Give it to teachers. Give it to yourself. Give it to your best friend. 
Seriously, that yeah. we're going to consider that an edible gift. You can't eat the cook smarts, <laughs> but you're actually reducing the load week after week. Yes. So that is one last thought. But you know who we're going to have more thoughts? So many more thoughts. Always. Our listeners community. Our listeners community. Oh, that's my favorite place to be right now. So, you guys, make sure that you're subscribed to our newsletter. You get an exclusive recipe and our pick of the week every single week. You can subscribe at dinitjustfeedyou.com or follow the link in our bio on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, you can find us there and on Facebook as at Didn't I Just Feed You. Remember, the real action on Facebook is happening in that listener's community. Um, you'll find it listed as a group on our page. And when you click in, it'll prompt you with a couple questions. The answer to our favorite cocktail is whiskey. And of course, don't forget to, I was trying to decide if I'm going to be snark, snarky there or not. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the I Just Feed You where you get your podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jimendo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Getzik. We love you, Sam. I'm um, Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well fed. Until next week. Hey, Oliver. Yeah. I hear that you love to bake. What's your favorite thing to make? Snickerdoodles! Snickerdoodles! Like the dogs. Doodles plus Snickers. Like the candy bar Snickers plus dogs. The, the dogs that are doodles. <laughs> Hey guys, before you go, a quick reminder that we've partnered with our friends at Clean Plates to share our most sanity-saving holiday cooking and eating tips. Check our show notes or Instagram bio to sign up for their newsletter and to get all of our hot takes along with tons of recipe inspiration.